This means war. Welcome to the Diary of a Worship Leader Podcast, episode 12. I promise you we have another fun one for you today, another edifying one for you today, another blessed episode. How are you doing? We trust you are good and blessed. Let's get right into it on the Diary of a Worship Leader podcast. And I'm your host, Franklin Omoaji. Hey, 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 welcome to another time in God's presence. If you are listening to us, listening to me from any part of the world, be sure to always indicate in the podcast so let us know where you are listening from god bless you as you do so for those of you who have been die hard supporters of this podcast i say thank you for a while the podcast episodes have not been consistent because we were trying to fine tune we were trying to strategize and we we're trying to just Make sure we are on vision and on mission with everything. Thank you for your patience. And that being said, we will get right into it. This means war. I remember a movie that I watched a few years ago and one of the characters in the movie, it got to a certain point in the movie, he said, this means war, and he clenches fist, his fist like that. This means war, and indeed he went to war. But we're not going to be talking about the video, uh, the movie today. We're going to be talking about worship, as we always do. So the topic today says, "This means war." We're talking about the fact that everything we do is spiritual, as a worship leader but also having on the back of our minds that we have an adversary. We wrestle. The Bible literally says, for we wrestle against, not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness, rulers of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. So there is a wrestling going on. But let me let you know this before we even continue. You and I have already won the victory. Essentially, what we will be doing is standing on the victory that Jesus Christ purchased or won for us on the cross of Calvary when he died and then he resurrected from the dead. Hallelujah. For we wrestle. So we're talking about worship, leading, singing, worship, or however you want to call it. It is a physical action that involves the use of physical parts of our body. We're talking about the lungs, the diaphragm, your voice box, and all that. But its purpose is to elicit a spiritual response. I mean, the purpose of using these physical attributes that we have been given by God is to 
elicit a spiritual response. If you will, the destination of worship is always a spiritual destination. A spiritual destination that will bless us physically. Okay, so but so the 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 voice box, your which is your larynx, the 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 your lungs, your diaphragm, your muscles of the body. You know they they all participate to do worship. Okay, but the purpose, like I said once again, is to elicit a spiritual response, a spiritual effect or affect. So as a worship leader, effective worship leading, we should know, is not a physical destination. It's a spiritual one. The response we look for, forward to is a response from God when he edifies us as we go into his presence, as we bring people into his presence, a spiritual goal to impact, to edify, to, to, to change lives, to lift up burdens. And then to just bask in God's glory, that Shekinah, that euphoria, that presence of God, and get a spiritual blessing from it. And these spiritual blessings, they always translate into physical blessings. Okay, so the journey starts or is initiated in the physical realm, but it's going towards a spiritual destination. So we are looking for a spiritual touch. But what are we talking about when we say this means war? A spiritual encounter is what we seek. So a spiritual encounter with who? A spiritual encounter with God through the person of the Holy Spirit. As a worship leader, my job, your job, if you are a worship leader, is to take the people to that spiritual destination. But the point today is that there is someone who does not want you and I to get to that destination. So in doing all these things that we've just talked about, we must realize that we have an enemy who does not want us or who does not want us uh, people to be blessed, to be edified by God. So he fights against it. I remember one great man of God who always made this statement. He said, every will of God is contested by the enemy. The devil will contest Everything that God wants to do in your life, in my life, he will always contest it. He tries to hinder, he tries to undermine the power of God in you and in me. So what we set out to do, in other words, what God wants to accomplish in our daily lives is to bless us, is to bless us. But there is an enemy, the devil. His business is to contest every will of God. He never wants the will of God to take effect in your life and in my life. So he will always want to fight against it. So let's consider the scriptures. You know, in John 10, 10, he, it calls him the thief. He said, the thief, the devil, he said, the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you or they might have life and have it more abundantly. Let's look at this other one, which is our key scripture for today, Ephesians. Ephesians, some people call it Ephesians. We from Africa, we call it Ephesians, so it doesn't matter. I'm sure you understand what I'm talking about, the 
the book of the Bible that I'm talking about. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 to 13. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And then it says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Let's look also at this Second uh, Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10 to 11. To whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgive anything to whom I forgave it, for your sakes forgive I it in the person of Christ. Lest Satan should get advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. We're looking specifically at the B part of this scripture, for we are not ignorant of his devices. As a worship leader, we must have in the back of our mind that we have an adversary, so we must prepare adequately against him. We must prepare to stand strong and, you know, take worship, get the people in the presence of God, get them edified and blessed, and also we are edified and blessed. Amen. The Bible says the husband man is the first partaker of his fruit. So when you lead worship, you yourself are also blessed. We see also in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, he says, be sober, be vigilant. So it says two things here now. Be sober, number one, be vigilant. So there is a sense of preparation there. When we're going into worship, we must prepare to get into worship. Don't just jump in. Amen. So be sober, be vigilant. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Okay? So in summary, some things we need to look at here. The will of God is always contested by the enemy. The Bible calls this enemy or the devil the thief. In other words, a thief comes to take something that is not theirs. He comes to steal the blessings of God people. He tries to come and steal the blessings of God people. He tries to always contest what God wants to do in the lives of his children. He wants to spoil anything that is good and that is going good in your life, in my life. He tries to throw a wrench in the engine, in the system of things. He does not want God's people to be blessed. Everything that God sets out to do in your life and my life, the devil wants the opposite of. Okay, So he is a thief. He wants to steal people's health people's peace of mind, people's joy. He wants to steal their blessings. But you and I as worship leaders, we come to bless. We come to edify. We come to bring people peace of mind through the power of the Holy Spirit. We come to bless them. We come to re uh, relieve them of their burdens. Okay? But the devil wants to steal. So this is the adversary that we, we fight every time. So this means war. Whenever you and I as worship leaders are going into the presence of God to lead worship, we must understand that we need to prepare. We need to prepare, prepare to stand, prepare to take authority over that atmosphere even before you get there so that's just something that that is something we must have at the back of our minds when we are preparing to worship we must prepare knowing that we have an adversary okay 
So go into the worship session with the stance or with the idea that you are standing in warfare against everything that the devil is trying to steal from people. Okay, but this is not a war. So thankfully, this is not a war that you will lose. It's a war that Jesus has already won. You and I are simply staking our feet on the ground in the ground and taking authority and standing upon the victory that Jesus Christ has won for us. So you and I, all we need to do is take a stand, take a stand. So Saying all this, we must prepare for worship. Prepare to worship. Prepare the man before the message. Preparing the message is good, but preparing the man is also very, very important. Okay? You know, you want to choose your songs. You want to, you know, prepare all those other things. But make sure you go prepared physically in your body, spiritually in your body. You are prepared. You are prayed up. You studied up. Uh, sometimes you need to study the scriptures of the songs that you want to, you know, that you want to be leading. Or if the pastor has given you a theme for the day, then you need to study alongside that theme. So, you know, these things we go and we do, we initiate these things in the physical realm, but we are trying to to bring about strong spiritual implications in the lives of people, okay? So we need to prepare because it is a warfare, it's not a playfare. Through the physical medium that we are working, it provokes emotions, good emotions, nothing wrong with that. But your job is not done until you are able to bring people to a place where they are edified and they are blessed, through the spiritual medium, it releases edification and blessings, which will come because we are able to bring the people to a place where God interacts with them, where God touches them, where God edifies them, where God blesses them. Okay, so preparation is very important. Understanding that we need to prepare ourselves, our bodies, our minds, our spirits, prepare 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 you know what they say about the five p's prayerful preparation prevents poor performance prayerful preparations prevent poor performance spend time with god prior to your worship session be prepared i remember that boy scout's motto it says be prepared <laughs> this should be a lifestyle, actually. It's not just something that we need to do just before we go and do worship. What I try to do these days is to make sure that the first thing I do in the morning is to read the Scripture. I want the Bible to be the first thing I read in the morning and also the last thing I do before I go to bed. Okay? First Peter chapter 5, verse, verse 8. We already read that Scripture. Okay? So prepare the atmosphere, prepare your body, prepare the location, prepare the location of the worship event, lift everything into the hands of God before you even start, before you even get there. Take time to pray. James 5, 16, it says, confess your faults one to another, pray for one another that ye may be healed. It says, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Spend time to pray, spend time to do the work before you get into 
the presence of God to lead the people in worship. I hope that today we have done something and I hope that you have been blessed. Rounding up another powerful episode, episode 12 of the Diary of a Worship Leader podcast. Once more, thank you. Thanks to all those who have been listening, who have been dogged listeners, who have been diehard fans. And keep sharing, sharing out to the world what God is doing here. Share this podcast to others. Let them listen and be blessed. And please give us uh, uh, a thumbs up or a like or send an email. Amen. God bless you. See you next time. Let the world now declare You're still gone East to west, north and south Now you'll be gone